0: Hey, I hope you enjoy the upcoming content that we'll have for you on today's episode. I think you'll get quite a bit out of it. And know that today's episode is brought to you by the Swim Master Melody Course at successwithmusic.com. If you are in the songwriting game, if you are in the production game, Make sure you understand what it takes to create a melody before you get to mastering and mixing and all that, man. It all starts with a powerful melody. Check it out today. It is absolutely worth the investment. The Swim Master Melody Course at successwithmusic.com. Hey, let's get to the show. This is Swim. Success with music. Yo, this is Swim. I am Walt, your music coach. Your, my football team lost last weekend watcher. Your, yeah, throw the remote down, rage quit TV stopper. Yeah, clearly I care way too much. Yo, again, this is Swim, Success with Music, a podcast about topics musicians care about. If you're joining us for the first time, we'll tackle a major music-related topic and offer some practical tips at the end of each episode. Now, before we get into that, I'd like to start off with uh, something fun and interesting for us in the world of music. All right, let's go. So before we get into our topic for today, which will be music theory, I want to start the show off with something that made me sigh. No, no, not not like a regular sigh. Like, hmm. I mean, like Super Saiyan sigh. (sighs) Like, for real. Let me tell you what happened. So I was looking into finding something interesting to start the show off with, and I came across an article on technology. No big deal, right? Normally, I'm cool with advances in tech. If you've been following technology at all, you've heard about stuff like VR, AR, and of course, AI. Now, if you don't know, AI is artificial intelligence. As you would imagine, AI is an emerging technology that allows computer-based systems to think and reason. Yes, they will eventually take over the world and determine that human beings will be eliminated due to our imperfections. But that's a little bit later on. I'm just kidding. Not really. But for now, AI can be observed when you like do things. um, I don't know when you speak into your your phone. Right. Um, Like those verbal commands. It does things like set appointments, play your favorite artist and so on. Right. I mean, that's not too apocalyptic. Wrong. Today. I learned that the first album composed and produced by AI was created using the artificial intelligence platform Amper. It's called Amper. This story, by the way, was found on a Fox Business article. Maybe you just missed what I said, and this is a true story, by the way. A computer program just dropped an album all by itself with AI, artificial intelligence. I mean, it's one thing to make beats on a laptop. Bro, it's another thing when your laptop beats you at making beats, like for real. First machines take away manufacturing jobs, now music jobs? Yo, it's time to rise up, people. All right, let's go ahead and get into our main topic for the day. Yeah, I was kind of poking fun a bit there with the previous story, but I'm also being serious. I mean, AI making music. I mean, anyhow, let me just move on from that. So anyhow, let's talk about our main topic here. So I was having a discussion with my uh, older kid, my oldest kid uh, the other day, and he was like, dad, did you ever have to take music theory in school? I told him I did a lot of it or learned a lot of it in music lessons and had some courses in college. But at some point in time, as I'm explaining myself, I'm like, okay, that's an odd question just to ask out of the blue. why? Why do you ask? So he began to tell me that he was struggling with his music theory class at school. Now, here's the crazy part, and this may apply to some of you guys out there. If you've seen my son perform, if you've heard of any of his music, and some has has been featured on the show, by the way, I mean, my kid is pretty, pretty, pretty sweet with music. I mean, he like plays five plus instruments proficiently, like very, very well. As I mentioned, he helps me with beat making from time to time. He's performed in the local youth symphony. He's been in his school's um, band for many years. Yet, after all of this music exposure, he felt pretty inadequate when it came to the concepts of music theory. Now, if you feel that way too, I don't want you to feel bad. Um, here's the thing. Sometimes the most talented musicians are those who may not know all of the technical jargon, but they may have like fire vocal skills, playing abilities or great, or they may be great songwriters. So I wanted to take this episode and coming shows to attempt to dig in into music theory and make it less intimidating for those of you who are in this camp. I want you to get more comfortable with it. Now I think you eventually will still need some help from your instructor or your band leader or whoever provides you with musical help but again I want to begin to give you some concepts that will help you think about it differently and that way it will become it may become easier for you over time. But let's do this. In case if you're not totally sure, let's define what music theory is and th- and this is my definition of it, all right? I define music theory as laws principles, and formulas for creating and performing music. And again, that's my definition of it. One more time. Music theory is laws, principles, and formulas for creating and performing music. Now, already some of you may not like where music theory is going because of the whole law and the formulaic stuff. And I get this. If you pride yourself on being a super creative musician, and most people do, most musicians, most musicians do, the idea of abiding by fixed rules and formulas, those things can feel very uncreative, maybe even restrictive. And you may be thinking, after all, the best music happens when you break the rules and, and do what others have yet to do. I mean, I get the argument, and because of that mindset, some of you have decided that you rather feel your way through music versus thinking your way through it. But here's the thing. If you can get a foundational understanding of music theory, I believe you'll be far more creative in your endeavors. Right now, you're jumping off the edge of the pool and making a splash with creativity alone. That's my a little analogy for you. But music theory can elevate your thinking similar to a diving board. So when you take a jump, From this higher platform, not only do you make a bigger splash, but there's enough distance to stylize your jump into that creative water. Have you ever heard of the uh, car brand Tesla? It's a company started by billionaire Elon Musk. As some of you may know, Tesla manufactures one of the most technically advanced cars in the world, a 100% electric powered car. Now, if you follow the story of Tesla, you'll see that Elon Musk and his team were quite creative and are quite creative. Just about everyone in the world see them as innovators and and risk takers. But here's the secret to their innovation. They first had to learn the principles of the average car out there. They needed to understand principles such as laws of motion and aerodynamics You know, wait, let's not make it that complicated. They had to understand how a basic seatbelt works, how air conditioning works, and so on. So after understanding these foundational things, it is at that point they can jump off and become super creative, building on what already exists in your traditional vehicle. The point is Tesla is innovative, but innovation is always a relative thing as compared to what They had to learn the what in order to be more creative. Now, if you want to be more innovative and accomplished as a musician, you have to know the what. For Tesla, it's the basics of automotive manufacturing. And for you, it's the basics of music theory. So I went through all this to get you to buy into the idea that starting to learn this stuff is beneficial. All right. So with that, let's go ahead and move into today's tips. Today's tips are brought to you by success with music swim. We of course have this podcast series. We have the website at successwithmusic.com and you can also, and you can also find us on Facebook. Make sure that you subscribe to our show and let other musicians know about what we're doing over here. All we're doing is building a community that's designed to help you grow. That's it. We're not asking for money, not a ton of commercials. Also, if you have music you want featured on the podcast, be sure to send your audio links to ask at successwithmusic.com. Do us a favor, no attachments, links only. And make sure you send a bit of information about yourself, your music, your social media pages, whatever. And listen, you don't have to be some multi-platinum musician to send us your music. Just send us something that you're proud to share and your best work. Email that music to ask at successwithmusic.com. Ask at successwithmusic.com. All right, so here are the tips. So I mentioned earlier that I define music theory as laws, principles, and formulas for creating and performing music. With that in mind, here's my biggest tip for you. Learn the fundamental formulas. Music theory is a lot like math. And and, and to be honest with you, I absolutely hated the subject of math back in school and college. However, this annoying subject, for me anyways, became a lot more manageable when I learned how certain equations should be formed, when I had a grasp of what part of the problem should be calculated first and so on. So the point being is with math, even though numbers may change, if you understand the underlying principle, no matter what number you face, no matter how long, how many commas or zeros or whatever, you should be able to tackle that problem if you understand the fundamental principle behind that math problem. So again, music theory is very much the same thing. So in coming episodes, we'll actually start to uncover some of these formulas, you don't have to memorize information from every instance, just the formula. L- let me give you the example. Major scales come with a formula. When I say major scale, I'm talking about that do, re, mi, fa, so, latido thing. Major scales have a formula. With this formula, with this formula, you can actually uncover every single note that pertains to any given major scale. And of course, other scales. Now, there are 12 Major scales out there, seven notes in each scale, yeah, you can go ahead and memorize all of those notes and all the scales. I think it's a lot easier to memorize the formula one formula for all of all of those major scales, and again, this is similar to the math example I gave a second ago. Numbers may change, but principles do not all right so here's so here's the next tip there's usually. In music theory, there's usually more than one way to arrive at an answer. And again, this concept is just like math. So let me give you an example. Let's say we went to a music store today and I don't know, we saw a microphone that's on sale for 20% off. Let's assume that that mic is $700. What is the sales, what is the sale price given that 20% off the $700 Price tag. There are a number of ways to get to that answer. For instance, you can multiply, let's say, 700 times .20. That will give you your discount amount. And then you can subtract that from the total. All right. Or you can go the opposite way. You can multiply, let's say, $700 by .80. 0.80 representing the price you pay. That's another way of arriving at the answer. Um, For me, when I think about percentages, I like using 10%. I feel that that number is pretty easy to figure out. So, for instance, with $700, I think of 10% of that. Well, that's 70. I multiply that 70 by 2 to give me 20%. That's another way of figuring it out. The point being is that in math, there are many ways to solve a problem, to arrive at the right answer. In music theory, that is the same thing. So as we cover music theory concepts in the coming weeks, understand that you need to figure out what works best for you. But as long as you can arrive at the right answer for whatever key or for whatever note you're trying to figure out, whatever rhythms you're trying to to, to, to deal with, or even when it comes to let's say sight reading. I'm not sure if you guys have come across the music staff and felt somewhat intimidated. When I was growing up, we did the every good boy does fine or great big dreams for America. Sound familiar? These tools allow for you to figure out information without memorizing every single thing. All right, so I think we've covered enough today. Again, today was just an introduction to music theory, and I wanted to make sure that I gave you something to think about that will hopefully make this whole subject a little less threatening. All right, so as I mentioned before, we're gonna get into a few of these formulas and concepts and principles in the coming weeks. But in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you send your music links, and yeah, you can also send questions to ask at successwithmusic.com. Ask at successwithmusic.com. $10 a gas won't fill the tank, though. This just gets old. I know there's got to be a better way for me in this life. That is my dream. Here's to a